Hey, Anthony, guess what? Black is beautiful. Black is love. It can be seen 365 days a year, 24-7, and Target is here for all of it. Black Beyond Measure is Target's year-round campaign that celebrates and elevates the spectrum of black love and success, from the multitude of commitments and investments in the black community to supporting HBCU students and uplifting black entrepreneurs. Shop black-owned or founded brands at Target, from home decor and candles to beauty, wellness products, and so much more. Surround yourself in joy and amplify your black love with the help of the black-owned and founded brands at Target every day. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and topics and concepts that help you to love yourself and one another more, because we need more love in the universe. Yes, we always need more love. Yes, we do. So today we got another great topic for you guys. We're going to talk about gray divorce. Ooh. Gray divorce. Yes. What is that? So interesting. So interesting. This is a good topic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. And we're going to teach you um, what it's about and how to avoid it. Yeah, avoid that. Avoid that. Mm -hmm. But before we jump into the main topic, it's Mm -hmm. time to catch up with the clocks. So baby, anything new and interesting that you want to share with the people about your week? Mm, uh, About my week? My week has just been pretty solid. Uh, A lot of lunches, dinners, and coffee meetings. Saying goodbye to friends and clients that want to see us before we leave at Mm -hmm. the end of uh, the month. And so I've been eating a lot (laughs) (laughs) and socializing a lot, which I love all of that. Yummy drinks, like just a lot of love and socializing. Literally, we have a full schedule other than our working schedule of meeting with people just to give some love, receive some love before we go. So I've been really enjoying that. So many, so much love, so many clients and it's, it's great to look back at all the years of work Mm -hmm. that we put in. And for, for 22 years, We've just been planting so many seeds, yeah. coaching clients, and, mm-hmm. and to see it all blossom. It's like one day you look behind you after planting those seeds, and it's this huge forest. Yeah. It's like, wow, we did that. Yeah. And I've also been saying goodbye to my dental teams, like my consulting business going mm-hmm. into the offices, saying goodbye to everyone. And I've just been really surprised at how many of my offices are like, can we keep doing this on Zoom? We know you won't come in person, but will you still do this on Zoom for us? So Mm -hmm. um, I'm still going to be consulting while we are traveling. So I'm excited about that. I just didn't think they'd want to do it on Zoom because they're used to me in person. So that was a pleasant surprise. I get to keep my people, even in my travels. And all the coaching clients. Mm -hmm. All the coaching clients are doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone is switching to the format. For our coaching clients, 
it's not difficult because about 90% of our coaching (laughs) has already converted to online because they got used to it. Why Mm -hmm. drive all the way to us when we can just do it from the comfort of their own home? One of the few good things that came out Yeah, from the pandemic. But you know, my doctors and my teams, they're used to me coming in and doing a team meeting and me hugging them and coaching them individually. So it's very going to be very different for them online. But I have all the faith in the world. We'll work it out. We'll make it work. Good, good, good. So that's been awesome. How about you, babe? How was your week? Um, My week is great. Mm-hmm. And all this packing and getting rid of stuff is yeah. feeling good to release all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the, the amount of stuff that we had in this house. So much stuff for so many years. <laughs> Things like when you bought it years ago, it was so important. Yeah. And then it's just been stuck somewhere in, in some closet. In a drawer. In a drawer. Mm-hmm. And just so much. You know, yeah. that it's like, but getting rid of it, I feel lighter. Also was really, I just love my mother's excitement. Yeah, yeah. Because we're going to stay with her for a couple of months. And she built a room, has a room in the house where <laughs> she's putting up a wall and building a wall. Build and then, that yeah, wall, Yeah, that's Mom. the first time I've ever been like, build that wall, build that wall, build that wall. And so, uh, <laughs> and so she's just so excited and I just love her. To see her enthusiasm, happy, like enthusiasm about having her, her babies. Oh yeah, back. super cute. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm excited to go and give some love and receive some love from her. I love your mother. Yes. I love your mother. So speaking about my mother, <laughs> uh-huh. great segue to the next topic. Great, great divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ma. Sorry, we ma. You. We love you. Keep building that wall. <laughs> you're hilarious so tell us about gray divorce anthony okay so gray divorce is this recent phenomenon it's been happening let's say over the last decade Mm -hmm. and it's that senior citizens have been getting divorced in record numbers Mm -hmm. and it's freaking a lot of people out because there's something that the world's never seen before Mm -hmm. and these are people that have been together for 40 50 years 60 years some of them even and then all of a sudden they're like Deuces, I'm out. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, so uh, uh, what do they? What do people call their grannies now? Grannies and pawpaws are yeah. are parting ways. We yeah. can't see pawpaw and granny part. <laughs> no. Yeah. And you know, when people get into relationships, you think into death to us part. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that paradigm is shifted, and especially it's, it's bizarre because it's from a generation mm-hmm. that was so traditional and these values, and they right. set this system up like this, and now they're like. You know, I'm out. Yeah. And one of the reasons why a lot of, why they're doing it is because in a lot of cases, they didn't marry because of love. Yeah. That was that whole survival thing. Men, de- women dependent on a men to provide yes. for the job mm-hmm. and men dependent on the women for, to take care of the household and raise the kids. Right. And that whole paradigm has shifted because now women make their own money. Mm-hmm. They don't need men for that. Women don't mean, need men to protect them. They got a gun. That's what guns are for. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and dogs. And dogs. <laughs> right. And men, they don't need women to cook for them. Mm-hmm. Men could take, they stay at home with the kids now. Yeah. And so that whole paradigm is shifting. Right. And so as the world shifts, now then a lot of them are taking advantage of this opportunity to finally live the life that they really want to live. Yeah. And go for the relationships that they really want. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that if, this is happening in your family. It's probably a little bit sad, but you know, my perspective on it is good for them. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. this is your life. And if you are not happy, I say more power to you if you move forward and you don't 
cause yourself to stay stuck because you already have been doing this forever. And if you find that you are not living your best life and you have an opportunity to make that happen, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And I I would hope that your family and friends would support you in that. You know, it's interesting about when I think about gray divorce, this is really fascinating. You and I have talked about this before. But when I was married to my first husband, I saw the writing on the wall that the relationship was not going to last. And I could tell because our desire, right, for right. life, the right. type of life, like this is so important, people, when you're going to get married. And I didn't know this in my first marriage. You have to want the same kind of life. You mm-hmm. have to want the same lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I could see we didn't want the same lifestyle. And what he wanted and what I wanted was so different. He wanted, you know, just to kind of settle down. And I was 26. And it's like, we settling down already? Like, I'm only 26. By that time, we owned a house. We had the two kids. We had the jobs. Like, you know, the American dream. And for him, that was it. And for me, I was like, no, I want to do great things. I want to help people. Like, I want to have this big life. And he did not want that. So I remember thinking, like, I really remember thinking this, like, uh, if I stay, I'm still going to leave, but I'll be 60 or 70 years old and I'll be too old to, not that that's old people, please don't come for me. Uh, (laughs) I'll be too old to find another partner. That's what I thought. So I literally told myself, if you're going to do this, you need to do it now so that you have time to find someone that wants the same life that you want. And he has time to find someone that wants the same life that he wants. And that's exactly what happened. I found you and you want the big life just like me. And that's been one of the building blocks of our relationship. We're moving in synchronicity towards the life that we want, right? Right. And then he found a partner that wanted exactly what he wanted, wanted to settle down, wanted to, you know, just raise kids and be in a small town. And so it worked out. And I think people get to gray divorce because they they have an idea at some point in the marriage, but they're too afraid to take that leap. And so they stay until they just can't take it no more. Well, (laughs) one of the reasons why a lot of them do it as well is because, like I said, they were unhappy throughout for a long time throughout the relationship. But in a lot of situations, they stayed together because of the kids. Yeah. And then once the kids grow up, and they go to college. Yeah. And now they're like, you know what? I still got a good, you know, 30, 40 years left. And I want to spend that time being happy. I'm not yeah. happy with you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm with that too. It's don't stay in a marriage, you know, if you're miserable mm-hmm. just because you feel like I'm supposed to. Right. You know? I would recommend you get some counseling or some coaching before you just, you know, yeah, uh, blow course, up your life. Of course. Go to the amazing try- <laughs> Yeah. Right. Plug. Plug. Uh, you know, try to get some help and see if you could make it work. And that was one of the things in my first marriage. My first husband was completely unwilling to get any help. Right. So once I made that offer and he said no, then I was like, well, it's time to start making a move. Yeah. yeah. Because I want to be happy in my life. Right. And I want to live the life that I want to live. And like I said earlier, that there's more opportunities, especially for women these days. Yeah. And so they don't have to, you know, put, keep themselves in that position for financial reasons. They can make their own money. Yeah. And another reason why it's happening is because of this thing called Viagra. Mm. Viagra. Yes. Where now, you know, these men, they get older and they're like, you know what? For one, I'm not happy. And then two, 
uh, with this Viagra, I could go out there and, and just have all these new experiences. I got more that pep I missed in the out step before. than before. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so um, there's still a lot of life. Yeah, it's, to be it's lived. A lot, a lot of life, and it's not only happening here in America. It's actually happening in other countries as well. Ooh, really? So Japan is another country where it's happening. Right. And it's so common there now mm-hmm. that there's a term that the wives are given the husbands mm-hmm. and they call them wet leaves. Yeah. Yes. Wet leaves. Yeah. Wet leaves. And basically the men, they would work from mm-hmm. all their life. Yes. The women were used to, to run in a household, but having a social life mm-hmm. and having their, you know, girlfriends freedom. and freedom to do things. And then the husband retires Yes. and he doesn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. So he just sits on the couch all day like a wet leaf uh, or follows her around sticks right to or her. follows her around and the women are getting irritated like what the hell are get you doing me. get off of me i'm going to Don't the market something yeah and they just wanted to sit on the couch with them like a, a wet leaf and yeah they're not having that yeah and the women they have been on that mode of right. running their own program and knowing what to do with themselves yeah but here's the thing if you have built a solid relationship and friendship and foundation with your partner and and this is a hard one to hear, and you don't refocus all of your energy onto your children, you will be able to keep your relationship solid by the mm-hmm. time your kids go, by the time you retire, but you have to make each other a priority. And I really think part of why this happens is when people have children, they all go to the kids come first, they siphon that energy away from each other, and life becomes about bills, kids, the household, vacation, yeah. little league, you know, doctor's appointments, and they stop connecting, they stop playing, they stop making love, having sexy time, and it becomes routine. And then the kids go, and you're in a room with someone, and you're like, I don't even know you, and what I do know, I don't even like. Yep, time yep, yep. to go. Yep, very true. You yeah. know, so it's and really it, important to keep and, that connection. It, and it's important to keep the friendship. Yes. That's, that's what it really is, is mm-hmm. the friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I'm very grateful that me and you have, we were aware of this right. early on. Yeah. And we were proactive to not fall into those traps and to make sure that the friendship comes first and to make sure that the relationship comes before the children. Yeah. Because a lot of people, like you said, they'll feel like, oh, no, the children's supposed to come first. Mm-hmm. But the foundation, the relationship between the couple, husband between husband and wife. and wife, that's the foundation of the family. Yes. And if that relationship is strong, then the family's strong mm-hmm. and you'll be okay. And then yeah. when you get older, you, it won't be great divorce. It'll be great love. Yeah. <laughs> great yes, love. Great love. Great love. You know, you bring up a good point, And we did this early on. I remember we did this like in our early 30s. We made a goal to mm-hmm. be madly in love with each other after the kids grew up. Yeah. Like we literally set that as yeah. a goal. Yeah, exactly. And because we knew that was our goal, it kept us focused on each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And I remember like our kids being like, you two always want to be together. And you guys, it's always you guys first. And I can't fit in with you guys. And we were like, yep, that's right. That's exactly what it is because we love you and we love each other and we're making each other a priority. So you have both of us. But they still loved it, even though yeah, they, they like, get irritated, but yeah. they'd like it. They're yeah. like, oh. they're like and, nothing and then, can come and, between you. And then look what happened. Yeah. They turned around and duplicated our relationship mm-hmm. in their relationship. So they found partners that they feel that, the same way about. That they feel the same way. Right. So we modeled it. For yes. Them. 
Yes, yes, yes. So do you have tips that you could share with people from your perspective? Like, what are the main things? I mean, we said, you know, making the kids first and all the friendship. Is there anything else that people can do to avoid gray divorce? I think for the main thing is to be aware of it, first of foremost, yeah, yeah. and to be relationship active. Okay. And relationship active, you guys, we talked about this on a previous episode, so you could go through a, a library and check it out. It's when two people come into the relationship going, I want, the, we want the same thing, yeah. the same goals, and I'm willing to get off my ass and do whatever it takes in order for us to achieve it. Right. Whether it's therapy, whether it's self-reflection, whether it's having tough conversations, I want it so badly, I'm so committed to it, that I'll do whatever it takes. So if you get two people that are relationship active, you'll do it. It'll, you'll reach a goal. But if one person's relationship active and the other person isn't, then it's not going to work. It's like being tied to someone and you're climbing a mountain, but they don't want to climb. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to pull you both down. Yeah, very true. Yes. So I think there's the the one thing I think is the main thing to have that awareness. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about my grandparents Mm -hmm. and my grandmother was very unhappy for many, many years with my grandfather. Yeah. And even when she, you know, she had like a year left in life and she knew it. Right. And she would tell me like, I was so disappointed marrying your grandfather. Mm -hmm. He was a dud. He was nothing like I thought he was going to be. And if I can do it again, I would do it differently. I would not have married him. And I was like, so why don't you leave? She said, you know what? I made my bed. Now I got to sleep in it. And it That's was the like, worst saying. Right, Pull did. them sheets off and make another yeah. bed. Shoot, yeah. take it to the laundry. Like sheets are to be yeah. removed. You ain't got to lay in that dirty and bed. It, yeah, and it, and it was sad. <laughs> no, it, and it was sad to watch her go through that. But mm-hmm. you know, that's her choice, and she did it her way. Mm-hmm. But it made me like, nope, I'm not. I would never put myself in that situation. So if I'm gonna love, I'm gonna love all my heart, and I'm gonna love for the all my life. You know, what I'm saying I'm going. I'm going, going for it. Yeah, I'm going for the gold. And that's what, I, what what we did. Well, that brings up another reason people stay in relationships a lot. And I mm-hmm. found this, and I kind of experienced this too when I was leaving, is what will other people think and say? Yeah, yeah. What are other people going to think of me? But I'm going to tell you at the end of the day, those other people are not living with you. They are not experiencing what you're experiencing and it is not their life. And so basing your choices on whether or not you're going to stay in a relationship on what other people think is never going to serve you. I remember when I left my first husband when I got divorced, a lot of people talked a lot of stuff about me for years. Of course, that, that comes with territory. Years and years. And then the crazy thing is now they see me and they're like, oh my God, I love your relationship. You seem so happy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's right. Because I had the courage to recognize when something wasn't right for me mm-hmm. and for my first husband, it wasn't right for him either. And I just had the courage to take the hits and say, uh, I know I'm going to be seen in a negative light, but this is my life Mm -hmm. and it's mine. And I'm going to live it the way that I want to live it. Let them talk. Let them say what they want to say. They'll see. They'll see. So don't base your choices on what other people think of you. Please, people. Because Honestly, they only talk about you because they ain't got nothing else to talk about. And they're in your business and in your life because they're not probably enjoying theirs. And people get mad when people get divorced because I think there's a part of them that they're not happy. And they're like, how dare you? Mm -hmm. How dare you leave? I'm not leaving. If I'm going to be miserable, I want Mm -hmm. you to be miserable. Don't be miserable. It's not worth it. And if you think about it, from our grandparents' generation, Mm -hmm. 
that was like the Charles Bronson generation. Yeah. That was like the James Cagney oh, generation. Yeah. That was like the tough guy. The honeymooners, you know, cranky guys, cranky guys, and the guys are tough and they don't cry. Yeah. And even some of that, I ought to slap you. Yeah, I ought to give <laughs> oh you one. God. All of that physical violence. And it's like, what? Yeah. When I look back and watch those shows now, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. That was, they were me. How did our they, grandmothers they put were up just with that me stuff. too in it. Yeah. All the women. Yeah, they yeah. were. Yes, they were. But, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. That's the whole point. They which is why we have right. great divorce. They're on the internet. Granny on the internet. She's like, yeah. what? I yeah. can start an online business? Yeah. <laughs> Free. That's right. Yep. <laughs> go, Granny, go. Yeah. Go, Papa. Papa can go, too, if he wants to. That's, that's right. <laughs> Granny don't want to get busy no more. Papa going to get some Viagra. Like, What's get a, this apartment. tender? What's this tender? Ooh. <laughs> no, they have... Uh, I'm going to twit. No, I'm going to tweet it. I'm going to twit. I'm going to twit it. <laughs> no, grandparents have uh, our time is yeah. their dating site. They have our time. It's over 60. Yeah. There's a whole site for them, so you, you, know, you know somebody's what? getting you divorced. You know what? I'm not going to front. People, yeah. are, they live longer now, mm-hmm. and they're better looking. Yeah. And, and in really good shape, a lot of these yeah. senior citizens, you know? Yeah. And so the, the game has kind of changed. Yep. You know? There's even that, that fetish group where they're into like good looking, fit senior citizen men. Right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of women. And like young that. women. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, and, and the men too. Yes. They're into the older women that are. Everybody works out now, everybody's in better shape. And you know, so the world's changing. You know, Anthony, I got to say, I like that. I, I like that perspective that you just. Dist- just described because this topic could seem a little bit negative, but that's actually a positive. It mm-hmm. just means there are more opportunities for love. And just because you've been married to someone until mm-hmm. you're 70 years old or over 50 or whatever the case may be, it doesn't no. mean that the game is over for you. It ain't over till it's There's over. Opportunities for love until you are done until your life is over so don't give up and i've met people who found love in their 70s 80s 80s. like uh, we know a lady in her 80s that found the love of her life and is happier than she's ever been so your your whole life you have an opportunity for love and i think that's important for single people especially to me because they're like i'm getting too old it's never gonna happen and long as you're alive there's opportunity for love there's opportunity for love so it may not just be one love you may get multiple great loves multiple great relationships in your life so don't stay stuck if you're not happy this is true this is very very true well great topic baby great show again (laughs) thank you hey let's not get gray divorced okay i'm starting to get gray so let's not do that well i got a ball head you can't see my gray (laughs) but it's um it's in the mustache yeah you got got a little gray but you know what i'm i'm loving graying with you yes it's been wonderful when this just keeps getting better and better Mm -hmm. and better so Bring it on. Yeah, I agree. Man, like we always said, we the more time passes by, the more we fall in love. Yeah. And so I always would think like, man, what is it going to be like when like 90, mm-hmm. 95, we're this much in love and it keeps getting better? Yeah. That's right. So and well, it, I think, it, I know it keeps you younger too. Yeah, very it true. It makes you look younger, uh-huh. uh, healthier. Yeah. Um, It's just completely, just all so beneficial in so many, so many ways. And 
Let's keep doing that. Yeah, let's keep doing that. And for you young couples out there, set the goal to be madly in love with each other after your children grow up and leave home. Because we're here to tell you empty nesting is awesome. And it is a whole nother life you get to experience with each other. Raising kids, raising a family is wonderful, but it's going to take up a big chunk of your energy and your time. And you have got to make time to keep that connection because they're going to grow up and say, thanks for your life. See you later. Bye. I'm going off to college and I'm going to start my life now. Bye. So if you keep that connection, you don't have to worry about great divorce. That's right. So I'm going to get off this air and go get some Viagra. (laughs) Anthony, (laughs) you silly. So. Yes. Once again, good show, baby. Thank you, baby. Good show to you, too. And thank you for all you listeners for hanging out with us. Um, I hope you guys had a good time. I hope that, you know, you learned a little something. That'll be great, too. And if you guys didn't get a copy of our book, make sure you get a copy of Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, available on Amazon.com. And if you guys are interested in coaching with us, you can uh, go to the theamazingclocks.com. And if you are interested in becoming a life coach, check out our life coach training training and certification program at the Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy.com. And if you cannot afford coaching with us <laughs> at this time and you are willing to share your things with our audience, mm-hmm. go to our show notes and there's a link there where you can fill out a form and get free coaching on our free podcast. coaching from the cloth. And when you get free coaching, you're helping others by sharing your story because you're not the only one going through it and we're here to help you. I agree. So there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now what you're going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.